The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program. WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, WLHS, the Lakota Local School District, or staff and management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as specific legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on WMKV, WLHS, and the Maple Knoll Radio Network. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, where we are striving, as always, to be your public radio source for the inspiration and information you need to start or grow your own real estate investing business. And today we're doing a little bit of an experiment that has been a month in the making and an hour in the um, attempt to put it together, and that is we are... We are broadcasting the program also on Facebook Live. So we've got uh, some folks who might be uh, not, not listening to us on the radio, on the Maple Knoll Radio Network, and not listening to us online at wmkvfm.org, but actually listening to us on Facebook. Uh, and um, we're, we're, we're doing our best to make that work. Mr. Drew is playing cameraman right now. There's no way I'm going to get him to turn the phone around so that you can see him playing cameraman, but uh, that is what he is doing. So um, welcome to our folks who might be watching us on Facebook. Welcome to our regular listeners. And most importantly, welcome to our guest, the very wonderful and brilliant Ms. Brittany Calloway, who uh, has actually has actually been in real estate uh, for a relatively short period of time um, for a for a quote guru, but she uh, has done an awful lot in under five years, and the reason that she has been able to do so much is because she has been able to apply some knowledge and experience that she had with uh, automation and you know, building a business by not by trying to do it all yourself. And she is joining us right now from her home uh, near Washington, D.C. Brittany, welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so I'm so glad to have you. And this is actually the second time you've been on the program. And um, yeah. I know that uh, you're you're Touched the microphone. Bad me. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, we we work with like Soviet era sound equipment here at uh, in, in public radio. So some, you touch the microphone, and sometimes things go Don't bad. Touch Don't touch the microphone. Um, so uh, um, I know your business has has expanded since last time we talked about a year ago. Your yeah. automation has expanded since last time we talked about a year ago. So catch us up on what Brittany is doing these days. Yeah, so currently I am investing in five different markets. So I'm still in Columbus, Ohio, so not too far in your backyard, um, doing residential redevelopment. I also do residential redevelopment in Baltimore, um, New Jersey, uh, the Florida market, so South Florida by 
Fort Lauderdale, uh, Miami area. And I also now do a turnkey uh, rental business in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and my biggest project has been uh, taking over a, a 24,000 square foot building, um, having three units in the building right now in terms of turning it into a hostel in the Washington, D.C. area, which is where I am now. Um, and so working on uh, expanding the units um, and having bunk beds for tourists who are coming to the D.C. area to visit. Wow. So it has been, I know, <laughs> it has been a lot. <laughs> you, are a, you are a busy, busy girl. And, you know, every time I hear you say it, because you've, you've only been doing this since, what, 2012, 2013? 2014, actually, November 7th of 2014 was when I walked away from my full-time job to do real estate investing full-time. 2014. And I know a lot of folks who've been in the in the real estate business for 10, 15, 20 years who are like, yeah. I can't manage a property that is 10 miles from me, much less right? <laughs> have, a, have rehabs going on in, you know, Jacksonville and Columbus. And, and, it is a lot, yeah. <laughs> and it's, well, I mean, it's, it, it's, 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 maybe a little bit of a, a generation gap because I know when I first got started in the real estate business, a lot of the tools that you use like virtual assistants and mm-hmm. uh, Podio, I know is a favorite of yours and on, on, online yeah. systems, all that kind of stuff. They just, they just weren't around, man. If you wanted to hire somebody, you had to bring them into your office and give them a desk That's and a computer true. and a phone and all that kind of stuff. And it's just not true anymore. That's so true. Yeah. Absolutely right. And a lot more new softwares as well. Um, They're updating. I mean, I I even have to keep abreast every day for different marketing software that's coming out, different system software. So I'm constantly like a little tech nerd, always uh, trying to keep up to date as well, because they make new additions to all these softwares. So you want to be kept abreast. Yes. And and that's that's really what I want to pick your brain about tonight is that tech geek uh, part of you. And I I hope that you can I hope that you can kind of uh, bring it down somewhat to a level where our listeners can 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 have some immediate takeaways. Like tonight, I could go and hire a virtual assistant because now I understand a little bit more about what it is that they do. Now, I do want to invite listeners who have any questions for you to either call us here at the studio at 877-772-9658, or they can send us an email through our website, which is uh, which is uh, realliferealestate.com. So if they go to realliferealestate.com, there is a place there where they can ask questions. And in addition to that, of course, if they're watching along on Facebook Live, they can put their questions right there. And I am I am trying to talk to you monitor that and ignore the fact that there's a camera on me all at the exact okay. same time. So um, we got a lot of different ways for you to contact uh, and ask questions of Brittany Calloway about how she is operating this um, this re- this rehab business, rental business that is and buying business. Let's not forget that part, right? You got to buy yeah. them before you can buy them before you can uh, rent them or rehab them. Uh, so, uh, what we're going to do right this second, Brittany, is we're going to take a quick break, give folks a chance to line up some questions at 877-772-9658 or on Facebook Live or via our website at realliferealestate.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about how this girl does all this stuff. 
Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I am your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Brittany Calloway, who is a um, brilliant, up-and-coming uh, young lady who uh, does business in five different markets, buys houses, renovates them, rents them, sells them, and... Um, does this all with the help of a lot of virtual assistants. Now, Brittany, before we get into discussing the, the virtual assistants, I, w- I want to make clear that that's, that's not 100%. I mean, some of your people are, in fact, on the ground in the markets where you are working. Of course, yes. Um, but I do have about five different virtual assistants who do different components in my business. And then, yes, I have JV partners on the ground who are working um, as well as internal staff as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the let, virtual assistants are something that a lot more people in in our in our business in the real estate business talk about than actually do. I mean, you hear it all the time from the front of the room. You don't like to do that. Get a virtual assistant. And people saying, I should get a virtual assistant. And yet, I, I, my guess is there's probably only like three to five percent of all the real estate entrepreneurs out there who who have one despite the fact that you could have a VA who only did one thing for you for half an hour a week and took that off your back and that would be fine with them and would make your life easier so why is it what, what do you think the disconnect is what do, what do you think the disconnect is between people who yeah, who I, know that they should do it and don't do it yeah, a hundred percent. I think that the the big disconnect that I see is consistency. So I talk to a lot of people who um, don't have a certain a set schedule and don't essentially work with people every single day when they need them to. So for me, I would want to see somebody who has a seven to eight eight a.m. schedule, saying this is what they're going to do every hour, um, you know, for the day or every, an hour once a week. And they don't kind of set up that consistency with the tasks that they want. Also, I see a lot of disconnect because people don't necessarily map out the task all the way through before giving it to a virtual assistant. So they go and say, go ahead and create a Craigslist ad. And, you know, they're not impressed by the ad that they've seen, right, because they're trying to have somebody um, to outsource it to somebody else before actually doing it themselves. (laughs) So that's always a common mistake that I see as well. So yeah, I want people who, the people who are most successful with this are using them consistently for a given task, whether it's a one hour a week or it's every day um, for a certain time frame, as well as people who really have detailed instructions for what their virtual assistant should be doing. They have the goals, they have the benchmarks, they have the evaluations. Um, That's how I, those are the people who have success when it comes to working with virtual assistants. And yeah, I do see a lot of people get frustrated because they just feel like they're not able to connect. They're not able to train. Um, and that's why they, you know, get frustrated and then, you know, have a virtual system for a couple months and then, you know, cancel and try and do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what about the kind of part-time investor who honestly probably makes up most of our listeners, right? I mean, that, m- m- most yeah. people don't even want to be full-time multi-state type of people they're you know they're they're doing a few rehabs a year they're building their rental portfolio for retirement they're mm-hmm. um but i mean for, for a person who's got a full-time job it is still the case right that that um there's too much for them to do 
<laughs> because I've got yeah. you know, I've got a full time job. How do I how do yeah. I uh, you know get mailing lists? How do I answer my phone when I'm at work? Right. That's right. A, that's a, a a big issue. I know. So um, it might sound overwhelming to that kind of uh, listener that uh, you know I have to I have to have all these systems in place and all this training in place and and so on to to use a VA. What would you say to somebody like that? How could they how could yeah, they still absolutely. use one? Absolutely. So when I first started out um, using my first virtual assistant, I was working a nine to five. So I worked for a university um, in the office of the general counsel as their uh, budget manager. And so essentially what I did was I was obviously yep, trying to take seller calls, trying to, you know, take extra long breaks or go out on lunch to do different things, to go see properties, um, wake up early in the morning before work. And I just said, this is just too much of my time. So one of the things that I, I first outsourced, and it, it was with the virtual assistant named Kathy, who I still have on my team today. And one of the things that took me forever to do was just searching on the MOS. Um, I had gotten my license um, in part-time in school, while I was in school and while I was working. So, um, you know, just needed someone to help me comb through all the data in terms of making offers on the MLS. And so I made that virtual assistant um, an actual uh, legitimate assistant on my account and had that train that assistant to start making offers on the MLS. Um, and so, you know, if, even if you're doing something, if you're working and you know it, it is hard to do all these um Task, what I would say is just to pick one thing that you know is taking up an enormous amount of your time, whether it is researching properties, whether it is taking seller calls, and just train that virtual assistant on that one thing. So develop the scope of work or a SOP manual for what you want them to do. Um, and just literally you could either write the task down step by step. Or what I tell people, which is even easier, is just to shoot a video. There's a lot of great easy software to use, such as uh, Jing, um, and another one is called Camtasia, where you literally are just, if you're on your screen and you're trying to, say, put together a Craigslist ad, you could just go ahead and press start, right, for the mm -hmm. video, do your Craigslist ad, where you got the pictures, what you want to say, and then press end, and then that's your training video. Um, so just taking that step-by-step step for the tasks that take the most amount of time mm -hmm. in your day. For me, the very first thing I, I outsourced was putting in offers on the MLS, which is still um, a strategy we use today to get almost a third word. Excellent. And, and sometimes it's the thing that takes the most time out of your day. Sometimes it's the thing that you hate the most. That's true too. <laughs> like like uh, <laughs> posting true. posting Craigslist ads drives me nuts. That's fair. Got to go find. So got to go find the picture. Got to upload the picture. Got to yeah. you know and and man, there's whole there's there's virtual assistants that that's like what they specialize in. Is posting that is ads what and, they specialize in, yeah. It, and they'll you know they'll charge you like three bucks a piece to post your Craigslist ads. I mean, it, it, this is not an expensive thing. It is not a complicated yeah. thing. It's not. Uh, it's not something that um, you're making a lifelong commitment when you hire a virtual assistant. I've I've hired virtual assistants to do one job for me for ten bucks, right? Turn my turn right. my turn my offer form into a DocuSign because I could do it myself, but it's going to take me an hour, and it's worth it to me to have you do it for ten bucks. 
Absolutely. There's small term tasks, right? Stuff that's very simple, such as create a flyer or, yeah, create a, a landing page for me. Or if you want to keep people long term, um, yeah, easy. You can hire people who essentially specialize in social media marketing. Um, yeah, like setting up uh, a database such as Podio or REI Blackbook, the different uh, ones that you use. So you could literally, there's virtual assistants that specialize in those things. So even if you need them for something small term or long term, they're out there for each task. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's get a little more into the nitty gritty because yeah, there there sometimes I think that people don't hire virtual assistants because they just never take the first step. Right. It's, it's always it's always in the back of their mind. They need to do it, whatever. But they never actually log on to their computer and go find a virtual assistant uh, right. marketplace, you know, basically and, and start and, and create an account and start looking around and seeing what is available to them. So um, that's the, clearly step one. Right. And there's there's a bunch yes. of them out there. Right. There's uh, there's uh, Upwork, I know, is one of the largest ones in the country. A lot of people mm-hmm. talk about Fiverr um, with two, I use Fiverr, too. Yep. Yeah. With two R's. Uh, and and, yes. and a lot of times those I, I, th- I hear people say, you know, I have my creative stuff done on Fiverr logos and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what other ones are out there that people would have heard of? Um, yeah, so there's actually two different types. So let's talk about that real quick. So you definitely have um, those freelancer sites, but you also have professional staffing companies. Mm. Um, there's some that are, you know, contracted with like Keller Williams, for example, where they have virtual assistants that just specialize in real estate. So the pros and cons between the two is for a freelancer, um, you will get somebody who um, you know, may have different experiences, may not be 100% trained in real estate, but could do your flyer, could do your website. Um, but there's also a lot of professional staffing companies that are trained at least almost 150 hours in just real estate tasks. Now, they are going to be a little bit more costly for setup fees and hourly fees, but they're out there as well. And they are, they specialize just in real estate. And there's, as we are, you know, getting more into the the internet age. Yeah, there's plenty of them out there that do that. Mhm. Mhm. So yep. so different, you know, different levels if you're if you don't feel like I need somebody full-time right now. Great. At least exactly. hire hire them to get your your website set up right. Hire them mm-hmm. to hire them to hire them to answer your phone. That that's a, that's a yep. huge thing with um uh p- particularly people who have full-time jobs and can't take calls from sellers or tenants during mm-hmm. the day. Um, hire them to, you know, uh, create fillable PDFs for you. Hire them to uh, go into the tax rolls and find find potential sellers, right? Find people who are behind on their taxes or who are out of state yeah. or some other really boring job. What what other things do you recommend to real estate entrepreneurs that they use virtual assistants for? Oh, gosh. I mean, you're right. The list is endless. I mean, they could be doing your email campaigns, right? So setting up autoresponders um, for your uh, particular clients. They could be doing cold calls to um, even attorneys, right? Like divorce attorneys, probate attorneys um, to try and get leads. Um, Yeah, they can be doing all your online marketing. So Facebook ads, um, Instagram ads, um, YouTube ads, uh, pay-per-click ads, SEO, search engine optimization for your your actual landing page and website. 
um, as well as just doing the updates for your website, doing the picture, you know, um, putting together pictures. They also do, for me, even personally, they help me to get private lenders, right? So I'm using a pretty um, awesome strategy on LinkedIn to just really connect with private lenders um, and having that conversation, of course, qualifying them with SEC guidelines, but they're doing that kind of initial, hey, how's it going? We'd love to connect with you. So they're doing that on rapid fire for me. So I I wake up and have appointments sometimes, um, three to four appointments a day with different people who I'm meeting on LinkedIn, who I then end up pitching to be in my real estate um, business as a private lender. They're also helping me find money. Um, so yeah, there's um, yeah, and then looking up, like you said, doing data research on different properties, uh, pre foreclosure lists. Um, in Florida, we have access to probates a little bit easier as well. Um, but yeah, the, the list is truly endless. Mm -hmm. Um, anything that you are doing, you could easily duplicate yourself to do in this business. And I really do believe that. And again, relatively inexpensively. We're not, we're not necessarily talking about paying somebody $40,000 a year to go, to go out and and, and do internet research for you, right? Exactly. Right. So very cheap. They can be as low as $3 an hour to, you know, you can pay them by the hour, you can pay them by the task, which I like, right? Paying by task completion versus paying by the hour but yeah there's ranges um very inexpensive to someone who may be a little bit more but maybe a a higher task that you need to get done like a website so yeah but they're out there all right we need to take a quick break Brittany. and uh, Mm -hmm. when we come back we will be looking forward to listener calls at 877-772-9658 uh, listeners can also send in emails by going to our website, realliferealestate.com. Look for the uh, Ask a Question button tab and uh, just fill in your question. We'll receive it here by email. We will be back right after this. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Fina Jones-Scott. Where this is our this is our first Facebook Live uh, attempt. So um, Drew's tr- trying different camera angles now. He has pinned Mike in to the engineering booth work here. It, work and, it. Uh, hey, there, Mike. Work it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're going to be permitted to do this again. We'll see. Maybe if I could get a virtual assistant to do it. Um, Anyway, uh, talking today to Brittany Calloway, very smart chick. Um, just <laughs> made some, uh, just made some cool forms and contracts available to us in a way that um, I will, uh, after the next break, I will explain to people how to get those. And uh, we are taking questions at realliferealestate.com through the uh, Real Life Real Estate uh, question and answer page or by phone at 877-772-9658 or if you're on Facebook at realliferealestate.com facebook.com slash realliferealestate you can probably uh, just ask a question right there through the live feed Uh, Brittany got a question here from Tom that says what do I need to do to shadow you for a few days? That's a little creepy, Tom. Um, <laughs> I, that's, I, I was reading through the question and that was the last part of it. I, and I was like, wow. Yeah, that is the Tom you think it is. Um, so his, 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 uh, his, his question, other than how can he follow you around for a few days? And actually, actually there's an answer to that, Tom, if you go to wildwonderfulwomen.com, you'll, you'll see what the answer is. 
Um, His his basic question is for somebody who is um, not super techie, right? Not, not super into Mm -hmm. online stuff and so on is, is hiring virtual assistants really realistic? Is there, is there a lot of uh, interaction that has to go on through the web? Is there um, the training of the virtual assistants? You know, obviously if you've got a VA who's in another country, uh, is there mm-hmm. is there going to be a lot of complication with uh, getting them trained and keeping them around, or is this something that really just about anybody can do? I really do believe it's something that anybody could do. One of my favorite students is Mary, who is 75 years old and has eight rental properties. And we helped her train her virtual assistant on how to manage service calls, how to keep um, her tenants um, in the know of different things that were happening, um, and also on her one rehab that she did do, her virtual assistant helped her act as a project manager on that rehab. Um, so, you know, uh, and again, let's not, you know, virtual assistants don't always have to be outside the country, right? Um, virtual assistants can be people in the United States, right? Anybody who you just don't report to an actual office, you know, every day like a, a standard nine-to-five employee. Uh, but I think people automatically think a virtual assistant is somewhere in the Philippines or in India, where in fact, you know, I have virtual assistants who are also U.S. based, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are even, you know, college students, right? You can have um, interns that could actually come to your office, or virtual assistants that are in college who even, you know, specialize with some of that tech stuff. Mm-hmm. So they don't always have to be, uh, you know, people in different countries. They could just be, you know, in just in different places throughout the U.S. Sure, absolutely. And in your in your long mm-hmm. list of things that virtual assistants can could do for you, a lot of those things were along the lines of stuff that that people who are not very technically oriented uh, are, mm-hmm. are 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 so afraid of. They haven't done it all. Right. They haven't. They don't. Oh, yeah, totally. They don't have a website. They haven't. If they do have a website that they purchased. You know, a lot of people buy a website from a from a guru or something, and then they just kind of put it up there, but they never uh, personalize it. There's no information right. about them on it. There's no pictures of them on it. There's no information specifically. Right. And, no, I've seen that. Yeah, and they don't search engine optimize it. And all of this is because of this fear of, you know, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get into this. I'm going to have to understand it. The truth is, no. You, what you should be thinking is, how do I hire a virtual assistant who already knows how to do this? Exactly. And they're most, most of them are very good about walking you through the steps, right? So I had no idea what SEO, search engine optimization was for my website. Um, but, you know, I, I typed it in um, in one of those sites like Upwork and got a couple of people and, you know, just started interviewing just to kind of see, well, kind of walk me through it, kind of teach me the steps. And the guy who I have today, who I've had for almost a year now, um, you know, basically walked me through how he was ranking my site on keywords. He asked me for, you know, a list of competitors, which was great, right? Like, so some sites that, you know, I know people have that are doing, you know, great things. I pretty much looked at their sites and gave them to him. And he said, this is really easy to recreate. And so he created those sites based off of that and then gives me a monthly report about, you know, where I am and what I'm doing. But I wouldn't be able to explain to you all the metrics of what goes in the SEO and, you know, how, you know, I, all I know is that I'm moving up, right, mm-hmm. um, in the ranks and, um what keywords are really attracting the clientele that I want to work with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, they, they really can teach you a lot of these things as well. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, what I like to tell people about hiring virtual assistants is it's just like 
the first time you made a deal, right? You were you were scared. You didn't understand how it was going to work. You had been told about it. You had the forms and contracts, but you actually had to pull the trigger and write, you know, you had to do it, right? You had to, even yeah, though you weren't exactly. 100% sure that you 100% know what you knew what you were doing, the only way you gained a comfort level with it was by doing it. And and hiring a virtual assistant is kind of the same thing. You just you just you just got to dive in and hire somebody to do something small and cheap and dumb and just, you know, make that a challenge for yourself listeners. Just say this week I'm going to hire a virtual assistant to do one 1 hour long task. And then we'll see if you don't get addicted to it. Right. We'll see if you don't if you don't go, wow, that was that was actually kind of easy. And I'm really glad I did it because now I don't have to do that task. Um, Question here from Angela, who is from the Atlanta area. Uh, She says she says, hi, Vina and Brittany. Is there any information and or task that is too sensitive to have a VA work with, such as business finances, certain customer information, et cetera. And I know that's a, that's a common, that's a common fear, right? I'm going to hire somebody. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. So um, one of the things, um, so for QuickBooks, for example, I actually have my virtual assistant do my QuickBooks. Um, Wow. And um, (laughs) yeah, I do. So that is something, I mean, when you think about it, if you, a lot of these bigger companies who I've also done consulting for, they have, you know, internal people that are essentially just entering all the data anyway, all the transactions, everything. Um, and so I also, you know, hired um, a virtual assistant to also manage all my QuickBooks. And, you know, it's good to see my monthly reports of where I'm doing and if I'm going to be on task. Um, so absolutely. Um, and then the one thing I would say that's a little bit sensitive that I haven't really um, had a virtual assistant do um, is when I do like skip traces for people and I'm getting like their information, a lot sure. of different things that, you know, as part of the service that I'm, um, you know, I think I work with like TLO, for example, uh, that allows me to have a lot of access to people's sensitive information. Um, that stuff I don't necessarily let a, a virtual assistant see because it's a lot of background information about somebody and their social security numbers, all that is there in TLO. Um, so, yes, yeah, that's all done internal. Uh, but for you personally, with you know finances, um, yeah, I, I do have um, a virtual assistant who's been working really great with my uh, my CPA. So, absolutely. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Brittany, we need to take another quick break, and oh, okay. um, when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna have you sort of walk us through your typical day. Uh, you know, you're you're there. Your, uh, your people are elsewhere. I, I think we're getting, we're getting a lot of questions about how do you interact with these folks yeah, totally. on a day-to-day basis. So uh, if you have any questions, listeners, you can uh, make a quick phone call to 877-772-9658. You can also join us uh, on our discussion on Facebook Live at Real Life Real Estate Investing or you can go to our website, realliferealestate.com, send us an email through the Ask a Question button. We will be back right after this. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today, Brittany Calloway, who um, has, has sort of generously offered listeners... Uh, a chance to get a copy of the forms that she uses with contractors. And this is, I was just, I was just going over the list here. Um, there's a contract agreement, there's a lien release waiver, there's a scope of work. So this is, this is good stuff, folks. 
And the way that you're going to get that good stuff is you're going to go to realliferealestateinvesting.com. And right on the right side, there's a little form that says uh, get Brittany's free offer. Just fill in your information there and we will email you this because it's Word documents. So you can even edit them. It's crazy. Um, and uh, you're going to have to you, you, go ahead and go ahead and fill those out. If you are listening to us on the pod, podcast a year from now and you don't see the form, sorry, Charlie should have listened live Wednesdays at 5 p.m. <laughs> realliferealestate.com. You can always uh, click a button there and get listen in live, no matter where you are in the United States. Uh, quickly, Brittany, before I don't do my job here, uh, tomorrow night at the Real Estate Investors Association of Greater Cincinnati, uh, there's a, a meeting at a brand new location, which is the Ramada Ooh. Inn on Chester Road. Uh, bigger, better hotel, um, you know, more opportunities to meet vendors, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, really interesting early session tomorrow. It's a women in real estate panel. So we've got some uh, very successful ladies who've wholesaled, retailed, rented, uh, private lender, and uh, they're going to be sort of talking about their experiences as a woman in real estate. And then the main meeting is about how to buy properties from the sheriff's sale. And the sheriff's actually going to be there. <laughs> not not the sheriff, but one of his deputies who runs <laughs> runs the sheriff's sale locally. I mean, there's not, like no better expert than that. Uh, that is open to the public. It, it There's more information at CincinnatiRIA.com. That's com. Let's go to the phones and talk to Leslie, who is calling from Georgia. Leslie, welcome to Real Life Real Estate. Leslie, you might want to turn down your uh, computer because you're going to hear me about uh, seven seconds earlier on the phone than you are through your computer. <laughs> are you there? Uh, Leslie? I think maybe Leslie has me. I, I can hear me, but... I, give, give her a few seconds. And then... Leslie? <laughs> Leslie, you're on the air. Hi, this is live. Yes, it is live. Uh, computer, because you're going to hear me. Up. Yeah, you want to turn that computer down. Okay, Leslie, did, okay. You, did you have a question for Brittany? Yeah, I, I came in a little late. I don't know if you um, gave a source for the uh, VAs or if you had a contact list or recommend any. Yeah, actually, uh, we did talk at, uh, closer to the front of the show about a whole bunch of different places that you could go to uh, find VAs. Now, on public radio, we can't like say, oh, this VA is the best VA in the whole world. Uh, but mm -hmm. if you want to uh, listen to the podcast, uh, it should be up by Friday. Uh, on realliferealestate.com. Okay. You can just go back right to the beginning of the show and write down every, I mean, we must have had five or ten different um, names of places that you could go to get them. All right. Well, I appreciate that. And we appreciate you listening, Leslie. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Well, great. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, uh, um, Brittany, here in the, in the last, we were, literally, we have like five minutes left in the program. Um, yeah, no way. Tell us, tell us, tell us what what your day looks like. How how many uh, people are you interacting with? Um, yeah. How are you doing that? Is it Skype? Is it phone? Is it online? What what is what is what does Brittany's morning look like? Yeah, so I am a early riser. That should not come as a surprise. So I am up at five a.m. Um, I was not a morning person. So for those who are like, good lord, my mentor. Whoa, I have lost her feet altogether. Um, but yeah, so my day starts with um, looking at a couple of things. So in the first one I get up, um, of course, I have my own little morning routine. Then I dive into just kind of my database to essentially look over 
the number. Wow, her uh, for the day before. So offers that went out the day before. Um, any offers that were accepted, rejected, counter offer. Uh, Brittany, uh, we're we're having trouble. Brittany, can you hear me? Oh yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we're we're your your feed is going in and out. Has something? Oh really? (laughs) (laughs) Has something changed about your location or anything? Or I mean, this could just be. No, not at all. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the weather map and we've got these big storms coming in. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. Okay. So what okay. we, what we heard was you get up at five in the morning, gasp, and you look, you look over whether you look over offers that you had made the prior day, see what's accepted, what's rejected. Um, yes. Counter offered. Yep. Okay. And then because my acquisitions, I used to be the one to wake up and, you know, like I said, look through the MLS and, you know, look through different uh, properties to make offers on. But my, my acquisitions manager now does that. So I'm looking over my acquisition manager's work for, um, you know, all the offers that were submitted. Mm-hmm. I then kind of scroll down to the marketing campaigns, and I'm looking at the data in terms of how many leads that we are um, generating from our different marketing campaigns. So looking at um, Facebook ads that we've done, Instagram ads, my YouTube channel, um, looking at uh, leads that have come in from LinkedIn from the for, to set up to talk to different private money lenders. Um, so looking at all the marketing campaigns that we've done, auction, you know, on auction sites, I do pretty much everything um, as it relates to trying to, try to find deals. So looking at those different uh, marketing campaigns that have also gone out to recommend you know, bandit signs and the numbers that were reported uh, for any leads that come in. Mm-hmm. Um, then as it is still morning time, I get on the phone um, with either my marketing um, girl or my um, acquisitions manager um, to kind of talk about the lead, talk about strategy. Um, I also talk to uh, basically all my partners throughout the day. Um, and we have weekly set meetings, but for like little check-ins because, you know, it's good. I always talk to the JV partners on the ground who are, you know, essentially also helping me do some of these rehabs. I'm currently uh, managing um, Columbus, Ohio, Baltimore, and New Jersey, and my partners manage pretty much the South Florida side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, checking in with them. Um, and then, you know, my day pretty much does uh, wrap up around one um, or two, and then I take a lot of coaching calls uh, with my students. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the stuff is done in, in the morning time. Um, and then I'm out, you know, I could even be out looking at properties myself, I'm going to check on different projects and managing. I don't have to, but um, I like to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have run an air, a lot of Airbnb space, as, you know, I kind of mentioned earlier. So, you know, every once in a while, too, I'll just pop up on the properties, you know, just to kind of check in and see how things are going. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things really are automated at this point. And, um, you know, I've gotten to the point where some things I really love to do, I almost outsource myself out of, you know. So I was <laughs> like, man, I want to, I do want to kind of get back into it, even though I, you know, outsource it for other people to do. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's kind of kind of what a day in the life but, oh, and I'm in school so you know I'm traveling every other weekend to school getting my MBA um, at Duke University um, so yeah but my, my day is pretty busy and just a lot of phone calls in between trying to you know progress and move things forward. Mm-hmm. So some of these things I gather are coming to you as reports that you have set up for your VAs to just say you know I want to see this every day some exactly. of uh, some some of it is is actual communication with people saying all right well we got this counter offer let's go back with 
such and so. And uh, some of it's some of it's just you flat out being on the phone, keeping track of what's going on. Is that an accurate picture? Okay. Um, uh, did just get an email and actually I had meant to uh, sort of clarify this as well. This one is from uh, Lisa, who is in your neck of the woods. She is from Maryland. And she said that she says, uh, did Brittany say that she was having VAs recruit private lenders? I thought that there were SEC rules around making offers like that unless you had some sort of a license. And I I think what I think what Lisa's misunderstanding is that it's (laughs) it's 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 not that you're having VAs like go out on uh, LinkedIn and say, no. give me money. It's, it's. Yeah. And like, guarantee 12% returns. In the slide. And it's literally like, Hey, literally their messages are like, Hey, how are you? Great to connect with you. Would love to hear more about your business and how I can help you with what you're doing. Literally. That's the first message. Right. Super so n- no, no offers are being made, Lisa. No, don't, nothing at don't all. worry. Yes. And, and she's certainly not, She's certainly not trying to get uh, virtual assistants to uh, do the very important job of talking to her investors uh, for right. her They're about. Exactly. exactly. They're just setting up appointments for me to go ahead and talk to people on the phone. That's basically what the strategy is. As many people who are, you know, who are well qualified um, to be on the phone. I'm doing all the qualifying on the phone and having all the actual conversations. They're just sending like general, very general messages. Hey, we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to speak with you, hear about your business. And I get on the phone and do the rest. But Mm -hmm. it's good to have that instead of me trying to, you know, network with all these different people at a real estate event. And, you know, that's a great way to meet people and to meet lenders. Um, But it's also been, it's a time saver to actually just talk to more people interface, interface with more people to actually then talk to about what I do, my business, go meet with them, of course, and have them see the project. Um, to actually then convert them over as private money lenders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the strategy. Yeah, so Lisa, you don't don't panic. <laughs> yeah. No, I <laughs> you, well, I mean, it, you know, sometimes people think they're getting different messages, right? Because I, uh, Jillian Sedoti has been on this show probably half a dozen times in the last five years. Um, shaking her finger at people saying, you can't just put up on Facebook that you're offering 12% interest. That's, that's illegal. And, and then of course, uh, yeah, I can see where Lisa got confused about. (laughs) Yeah. You can't do direct mail campaigns and you can't guarantee anybody 12% on your website or anything like that, but it's just a way to network and, you know, get in, get in touch with as many people as possible who are Mm -hmm. qualified to, um, yeah, to then talk to them about my business, see if they're interested in potentially being a lender for me. Right. So that and part that really part that a lot of people ignore about their LinkedIn account. Last time I logged into LinkedIn, I think I had eleven hundred and seventeen people who wanted to connect yeah. with me that I never had. Well, you know, I'm not. A, <laughs> I know. I'm not a job seeker, so you know, LinkedIn's a little bit of a of a like a black hole to me i'm not i'm not exactly sure uh what to do with it and so i oh, probably should get yeah your linkedin profile that's a big one it's a big one there's well, a and... lot of people who are in the red who i never would i would be afraid to ask and talk to who you can easily message them so quickly and it goes straight to their email address mm-hmm. and they're you, you know I've, I've, I've gotten in contact with a lot more people who i never thought would ever reach out to me via mm-hmm. linkedin than, you know, running into them at a networking event and trying to email them to set up a, a time to talk to them. Well, so LinkedIn has been very powerful for me I am, personally. I am making a note, bring Brit, Brit, Brittany back to do an entire show about how real estate I'm investors to, can yeah. use LinkedIn. No, 
Uh, All right. Excellent. Um, Well, Brittany, we are out of time. Um, I again want to encourage people to go to our website at realliferealestate.com. There's a little form over on the left-hand side that says uh, get Brittany's free offer. And that is uh, some, some documents that you use to um, uh, deal with contractors, Uh, contract, contractor, you know, the, the lien release forms, all the stuff that people are always asking for. And you were nice enough to make those available. Uh, to listeners at realliferealestate.com. And um, I look forward to seeing you again soon, Brittany. Uh, Thank you so much. And it's a month. Okay, great. Yep. Thank you for your time and expertise. We will be back next week. We'll be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. Happy investing.